Surreal Gun is evolving the way of heavyweight fighting. The fighter from France has quickly made his way up the UFC rankings, and he's done this by picking apart his opponents on the feet with his Muay Thai skills. This has led to his most recent win, which saw him become the UFC interim heavyweight champion. His performance in this fight not only shows that he is amongst the elite at heavyweight, but now there are many who believe that he can become the undisputed champion, which he has a chance to do in his next fight against champion and former teammate Francis Ngannou. This will be a huge fight not only for the division, but also for French MMA. So how good is Surreal Gun actually? Hey guys, it's Keon and today I'm going to be talking about Surreal Bongamin Gun. This is a video I really wanted to make after his most recent win at UFC 265 against Derek Lewis. Yet again, Surreal put on another dominant performance. And this win has many people excited for what's next. So in this video, we're going to take a look at Surreal's MMA career to really understand how good he is. But first, shout out to the undisputed members of my Patreon. They get the extra perk of a shout out before each video. But even the intro members get early access and video to the Kion Kamara podcast. And as always, the money goes to charity. Once again, we donated this month's earnings to the Ronald McDonald House charity in Toronto. So thank you to the Undisputed and intro members for all your support. And if you would like more information or would like to donate yourself, the link will be down below. Now let's get to it. Surreal began his MMA career on August 2nd, 2018 at the age of 28. Prior to his debut, he competed in Muay Thai competitions in France. He compiled an undefeated record of 30 with 9 of those wins being finishes. To make his transition into MMA, he trained at MMA Factory under head coach Fernand Lopez. He trained alongside UFC heavyweight Francis Ngannou. His first fight in MMA was for the TKO Heavyweight Championship. His opponent was Bobby Sullivan. Bobby pressed forward immediately and also tried to bring the fight down. But Surreal denied the offense by staying fast on his feet and circling around. He also countered with punches and kicks of his own. This led to Bobby getting taken down. Surreal began throwing shots from above before locking up a guillotine choke that forced a tap, making him the TKO heavyweight champion. His first title defense was a month and a half later. His opponent was Adam Ditchka. Cyril was the aggressor on the feet from the start. His movement was too fast for Adam and this led to him connecting with some nice shots. It was quickly becoming a beatdown. Credit to Adam for taking all this punishment because any other man would have went out. And despite getting hit with an illegal knee, he didn't milk any recovery time and immediately went back in. Although Cyril was able to drop him a couple of times, the fight made its way to round two. And this was bad because he looked very tired at the end of the first. But Adam was unable to capitalize and continued eating more shots. Even though Surreal slowed down, he was still putting on the pressure. And by the end of round two, he connected with a spinning back fist. This led to a barrage of punches that dropped Adam, which forced the ref to step in. Surreal's second title defense was against Hodger Souza. Surreal opened up the fight by connecting with some nice shots on the feet. His jab especially was the most effective. Eventually, the strikes were too much and this caused Hodges to drop to the mat. Surreal rained down the ground and pound and also attempted to guillotine. The fight should have been stopped sooner, but referee Jason Herzog stood the fight back up after Hodges' mouthpiece fell out. This led to more punches on the feet by Surreal, which finally forced Herzog to step in. This three-fight win streak was enough for the UFC to sign Surreal. He made his debut with the promotion on August 10th, 2019. His first opponent was Rafael Pessoa. The two opened up by trading on the feet, but Surreal was pressing forward more and connecting with the better shots. This forced Rafael to bring the fight down, but he immediately got reversed. This led to an arm triangle by Surreal which forced a tap. After this win, he fought Dante Mays. The two traded on the feet to start things off. Although Dante looked good with his movement, he was still eating more shots and moving back for the most part. And as the round went on, Surreal was beginning to let go even more. This led to Dante getting dropped and the fight looked moments from being stopped. But luckily for him, he got saved by the horn. In round 2, Surreal continued to press forward and throw with volume. The pace was 
very fast, but that got halted when Dontail got kicked down low. This gave him a chance to catch his breath. But once the fight resumed, Surreal continued to push the action on the feet and also secured a couple of takedowns. The dominance on the feet made its way into round 3. This led to a takedown in the final minute. Surreal threw some shots from above before locking up a heel hook that forced the tap. Two months later, he fought Tanner Bozer. All the action took place on the feet, and it was Surreal who was the aggressor with his pressure and volume. He did very well in mixing his shots, and although Tanner was able to survive for all three rounds, by the end, Surreal won by unanimous decision. At UFC 256, he fought former UFC heavyweight champion, Junior Dos Santos. Although this was a huge test in such a short amount of fights, Surreal looked good as he avoided most of the oncoming fire. He also connected as well, especially with his kicks. This included a kick that went low, giving Junior some time to recover. Regardless, he had no answers and was quickly accumulating more damage as the fight went on. In round 2, Surreal connected with a beautiful jab. This hurt Junior and although he tried to survive, he got hit by an elbow that put him down. Surreal threw more punches before the ref stepped in. This was a huge win, but it did have its share of controversy. Junior was complaining that the elbow landed to the back of his head, which would make that shot illegal. But even though Junior protested and later tried to overturn the decision, the result remained as a win on Surreal's record. Following this victory, he headlined his first UFC card. His opponent was Jarzinho Rosenstrike, and in his first 5 round fight, Surreal looked phenomenal. He outstruck Jarzinho on the feet for the entire fight. Surreal also secured a takedown at one point as well. Jarzinho was unable to land anything clean in this fight. So after 5 rounds, Surreal won by unanimous decision. 4 months later, he headlined another UFC card. His opponent was former Bellator heavyweight champion, Alexander Volkov. Both men traded shots on the feet to start the fight. And although Alexander had his moments, Surreal did as well and as the fight went on, his pace did not slow down one bit. And even though Alexander survived, he was having a hard time landing anything significant. After 5 rounds, Surreal won by unanimous decision. He made a quick turnaround a month later at UFC 265. The fight was to determine the UFC interim heavyweight champion. His opponent was Derek Lewis. Derek, who was known for his one-punch knockout power, was unable to connect, except for an accidental low blow. Despite this hit, Surreal was able to land with an array of strikes all while evading the returning fire. Derek was slowing down and in round 3, he got hurt by a jab. This was the turning point in the fight as Surreal went full attack mode. This led to a right hand that dropped Derek. Surreal threw hammer fists before referee Dan Mergliata stepped in, making him the UFC interim heavyweight champion. Of course, this win sets up a match with UFC heavyweight champion and former teammate Francis Ngannou, which will be a huge fight not only for French MMA, but also in the history of the UFC heavyweight division. And this is a fight that I thought would take a while before it finally came into fruition. But with Surreal climbing the ranks so quickly, the fight will be coming sooner than expected, which is something that I and I'm sure many other MMA fans cannot complain about. So after going 10-0 in a career that saw him become the UFC interim heavyweight champion and the TKO heavyweight champion, how good is Surreal gone actually? This guy is 100% legit. Although this interim title fight came out of nowhere and wasn't very necessary, it really holds its merit now that the belt is with Surreal, cause he showed that he belongs in the conversation of top heavyweights in the world. But what's so impressive is how quickly he got there. It took him 3 fights to get signed by the UFC and 7 to capture a belt with them. He was UFC ready by the time he began his MMA career. And that's because of his experience in Muay Thai. This is what made his transition into MMA so smooth. His striking is high level. He is so tactical with the way he attacks. His punches, kicks, knees and elbows are so effective whenever he throws them. Especially his jab. And although a lot of that reason is due to his sheer power, it's mostly because of his movement. He bounces around like he's a lightweight. His opponents fear to initiate or commit to their offense because he is so unpredictable. Mix this with him constantly switching his stance and 
he quickly becomes very difficult to keep up with on the feet, especially in the heavyweight division. While most heavyweights rely on their power, Cyril relies on his speed. This not only helps him with his offense, but also his defense. His opponents have such a difficult time connecting with their shots against him. Cyril evades their offense with such finesse. He's also very durable. His gas tank is impressive for his size and for how much he moves. And even when he does get hit, it doesn't slow him down. He is able to keep up his pace for a 5 round fight. I didn't even mention his skills on the ground. He's able to secure takedowns and lock up submissions. So even if his opponent tries to escape a stand up battle, they will still be at risk on the ground. All this makes me understand why many believe that he is the face of the new era of the heavyweight division. He's changing the game with his style of fighting, and this is backed up with all the success that he found so far. Which is why his next fight to unify the belt against Francis Ngannou is so intriguing. Although they are both strikers, they are still very different from each other. Cyril is more technical and has the speed advantage. Yes, Francis is technical as well, but his game revolves more around his knockout power, which is without a doubt the greatest that we've seen in the sport so far. Although Cyril has faced heavy hitters already, none of them compare to Francis. He can either end it all with one shot or get outclassed. Both scenarios are very likely, yet I truly don't know which one will happen, especially since both fighters have trained with each other and are familiar with how they fight. But I do know that this matchup will be huge when it goes down, and a fighter like Cyril deserves it because he works so hard to get to where he's at. If he continues to find success, we may very well be talking about him in the future as one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, especially with his style of fighting which we could potentially be seeing more of in the future of the division. Plus, he's such a humble person and it truly feels like he doesn't have an ounce of ego in his body. He doesn't need to talk to let everyone know who he is, because Cyril Gunn does all his talking in the cage, and so far, he has said a lot. My name is Keon and this is my take on Cyril Bongamin Gunn. Do you agree, disagree, or have something else to add? Please put in the comments down below, because I love to read it. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to my channel for more content like this. But that's all I have for now, so I'll see you in my next one.